Do you have leaky gut, IBS, or increasing food sensitivities? If so, you are like Karen, who submitted the question for today's episode that is all about leaky gut, the immune system, and how to heal food sensitivities. There are three steps, just three, to fixing leaky gut. But unfortunately, there are many pitfalls along the way that keep many people stuck. Find out in today's episode the exact three steps you need to heal your gut and what myths to avoid to fast track your healing. Hey friend, welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. Do you want freedom from bloating and constipation? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling natural constipation remedies, causes for bloating, or recipes and exercises to help constipation? Are you frustrated with the mind game of trying to figure out what foods are helping or hurting your gut? Hey, I'm Allison, mom, wife, and functional gut health practitioner. At a young age, bloating and constipation were my constants. I didn't know what to do and wished I could just live a normal life focusing on my passions, my job, and my family. I was tired of abdominal pain that woke me up at night and wasting time and money on gut health remedies that just didn't work breakthrough moment, the functional medicine and osteopathic approach to gut health. In this podcast, you will find natural remedies for bloating and constipation, practical, doable belly exercises and massages, and debunk the myths about what really is causing your tummy problems. So toss out those laxatives and say goodbye to that embarrassing gas. Your gut health is calling. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. Hi there, Allison. My name is Carrie. I'm from Silverthorne, Colorado. I have a question about leaky gut and how damage to the intestinal lining, maybe from um, a wrong balance of bacteria or other things can lead to leaky gut and how that relates to the immune system. I've been dealing with um, very bad IBS since my late teens and now in my early 50s, um, my intestinal issues have reached a point where my immune system is basically reacting to almost everything that I eat. It just gets worse and worse. And I was wondering how you might treat uh, leaky gut and the resulting um, immune system issues that result from it. Thank you so much for your wonderful show and I look forward to hearing your answer. Hey, Karen, this is such a great question and I am so excited to get to answer it for you here on the podcast. But before I do that, I just want to invite you, if you are listening to this question from Karen or you're listening to my answer and you have your own burning question you want me to answer here live on the podcast, then I want you to go to betterbellytherapies.com slash askallison and you can record a message just like Karen did here on the podcast with your name or anonymously and get it featured and get my answer straight to you here live. I would love to do that. So go to betterbellytherapies.com com slash ask Allison and record now. But coming back to Karen's question. So Karen, your question is really about how do you heal leaky gut and how can you minimize or can you even minimize this immune system reaction that has developed from leaky gut? How do you treat this? This is something I see all the time, by the way, in at least like 
70% of my clients where there's an immune system reaction. Now, maybe you're listening to this and you're, and you're wondering, am I one of those people? Well, if you are developing new food sensitivities, just like Karen has mentioned here, there's more and more foods that she can't eat. That is an immune system response where you're act, the immune system's actually going haywire. Now, why is the immune system going haywire? That's part of the how we actually know how to solve this problem. And can we move backwards where you aren't as sensitive to all these foods where you said, wow, I wasn't sensitive to XYZ food one year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago when I was a kid, but now I am. This is why this is happening. Leaky gut is a process where your gut lining, which is this very delicate system, where you need to have a thin enough wall of separation between you and everything in your gut that you can actually absorb something of nutritional value out of it, but a thick enough lining that you don't absorb everything under the sun in your gut. Because there's a lot of things that you don't want to absorb, everything from pathogens to also just morsels of food that haven't been broken down into small enough pieces yet, because that can actually cause problems. But but that's this this thin, it's a single cell layer on the inside of your gut, super delicate, and it's designed to be the right thickness. When you get leaky gut, there has been an source of inflammation that has caused that that very delicate layer to break down and get holes in it. So now it it leaks. And, and where it leaks isn't to from your body to the gut. It's actually from whatever's inside the gut to your body and specifically to your bloodstream and your lymphatic system. And once whatever is in that body, in that gut tube can get into your bloodstream, if it's not what should be in there or if it's not what the body is expecting to see, you will develop an immune response. A great example of how this happens with food, or really why does it happen with food? Because food is not inherently bad for us, right? A banana, um, is, let's, let's just assume you, had no, you have or had no problems with banana, but suddenly are having problems. What's happening is big chunks of that banana are not being digested small enough, but they are still getting into the bloodstream. And so we call this whole food pieces. Whole food pieces are ending up in the bloodstream. And then your wife, blood cells are going to say, what is this big chunk of banana doing in the bloodstream? We can't even do anything with this. And your immune system is going to attack it to try and get it down to a reasonable size and, and actually not cause chaos somewhere else where it's going because it's literally just the wrong size. It's not the right state to be in to, to be useful to your body yet. And as you say, eat more bananas, and that leaky gut allows these large chunks of banana into your bloodstream, you will now start to see problems where the body says, oh my gosh, this banana keeps ending up in our bloodstream. Well, the next time you you eat a banana, we need to attack it. So you start to develop a food sensitivity where anytime you eat a banana, you start to have problems. This is developed food sensitivities. You can actually undevelop a food sensitivity. And this is honestly the heart behind your question, Karen, if I'm understanding it correctly, how do you heal it? So let's jump into that. Number one, you want to remove the source of inflammation. The number one mistake I see with this step is 
only thinking of the sources of inflammation as food. Because at this point, you want to actually be thinking it's not the food going into your, it's not the food in the body causing the problem. It's the container or the body that the food is going into that is now the problem. The leaky gut is already there. And it doesn't matter what food you put into it, you can develop a food sensitivity to it, especially the longer you eat that food and the, and the more frequently you eat that food. So if that becomes, you're on the super restricted diet because you're on the low FODMAP diet or on the paleo or whatever it is, and you're eating fewer and fewer foods at higher and higher frequencies, the body has an increased rate that it can get sensitive to it. So you can no longer, food is not the enemy. Food is not the enemy. And I have several podcast episodes on this. And actually, Karen, I just have a list of podcast episodes that I want you to go and listen to that I think can can elaborate even more on this concept and for anyone else listening to this, right? So the number one problem when you think of removing sources of inflammation is only thinking in terms of food. Yes, you want to temporarily remove foods that you've developed sensitivities to, but that is not the most important part. The most important thing is to start looking for pathogens, heavy metals, any chemicals, anything that is causing inflammation in the gut lining. And that is something that I'm finding is not being done well in conventional hospital systems. And that is why people are ending up having these long-term chronic illnesses where you're not sick enough to need a surgery or an antibiotic, but Hospital systems don't know what to do with you. So pathogens and heavy metals are the two biggest things that I see consistently. So that's number one, remove the source of inflammation. The best way to do that is with functional lab testing. Again, different than conventional lab testing where you are finding and you're not guessing, well, I think or maybe you're not like, well, I feel worse when I do blah, blah, blah. It's it's too broad because when you have a pathogen, it has a different timeline than you. So you could feel... You could be doing all these really awesome, amazing things or staying away from certain foods and still feel bad because the pathogen is still in your body. You can go gluten-free, but if you have H. pylori, you will still feel bad. You have to have to find those pathogens. And the only client I've ever had who didn't have a pathogen had a ton of mercury in her body. So you want to find whatever it is that's causing that inflammation. Once you find it with functional lab testing, you want to go to number two, rebuild vitality. Because often when it comes to a pathogen or heavy metal, your body's not strong enough by the time you're actually feeling sick to just go and get rid of it. So don't go and just do a heavy metal detox or a parasite detox without A, testing and knowing exactly what you have and without B, rebuilding your vitality. I do that through opening the seven detox pathways with my clients, primarily the liver being a key one. And if you want to know what I do for a liver detox protocol, you can go and get that for free at betterbellytherapies.com slash liver. That is my total liver detox protocol. And you can access everything that I do, the supplements, the tactics, all the science behind it. Again, betterbellytherapies.com slash liver, and you will see exactly what I do with the liver. But I open all seven detox pathways. I replace missing nutrients with results from their functional lab tests. I do not guess what nutrients they need. That's actually could be harmful if you overdose on nutrients that they are imbalanced in. So you want to think about not just vitamins, but also minerals and macronutrients. Fat and protein are often missing because of poor digestion. And so there's a kind of a complex little dance. It's complex and it's straightforward at the same time. Um, and that's why I do this in my foundations program. It's a it's a unique way of doing this dance so you can absorb these key nutrients, vitamins, minerals, and macronutrients 
so that you can rebuild your vitality and feel stronger so that you can then go back to number one and remove that pathogen and heavy metal. So once you have removed the sources of inflammation, including temporarily removing those foods that are causing problems, and you've begun to rebuild vitality, you then go and get rid of the pathogens and the heavy metals. And number three, in this state, once you've gotten to step number three, you are actually source of inflammation free or really massively reduced. And your natural detox pathways, you're detoxing like a pro. Once you are at that place, number one, you feel awesome. You feel really good, right? But that doesn't mean that your leaky gut is healed. It just means that you are now in a state where your body can finally rebuild. So you feel really good and you don't want to change too much of what you're doing until you can reintroduce foods and not get symptoms. So that is, it can vary per person how long that is. Step number three is time, by the way. I didn't say that. Time. (laughs) remove source of inflammation step one number two rebuild vitality number three give it time and this varies person to person for about 80 percent of my clients they can reintroduce foods in about five to six months after they start working with me but about 10 percent of them need a little bit longer which is around a year where they are not reintroducing foods their body just needs more time to heal that leaky gut they're doing a really simple leaky gut healing protocol which is two supplements that again are not going to be useful if you still have have inflammation in your body. They're actually just a waste of money until you get rid of that inflammation. And, but you're taking these two supplements and rebuilding the gut line and you're staying away from inflammatory foods. You're helping your body detox and you're feeling awesome. And then 10% of my other clients um, need more than a year to actually let that leaky gut heal. I've actually been in that category. I have had chunks of food. So when I first started healing my gut, I was on the low FODMAP diet and apples were one of my most reactive foods within the low FODMAP food categories. And it took me over a year to be able to eat an apple, but I am able to eat apples as much as I want now. And so you want to reintroduce foods. And if you keep having reactions to all the foods you're you're eating, give yourself a couple more months and then try a food again. Give yourself a couple more months, try food again. So Karen, that is the pathway to heal leaky gut. And if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I've tried all these things. I've tried food. I've even tried pathogens. Like I totally get it. There are reasons for why those other lab tests have not or other other, um, ways that you've tried to get better. There's reasons for all those not working. I want you to go and check out all these episodes that I have for you and I'm going to link them in the show notes. But number 81, six most common causes of IBS. Number 84, end your IBS craniosacral therapy, visceral manipulation, and functional lab testing. Episode 14, the number one lie about food that I hate. Episode 50, why the elimination diet isn't healing your gut. Episode 55, the one and only question you need to ask to know if you have a gut pathogen. Episode two, why the low FODMAP diet isn't healing your gut. And episode three, why probiotics are not healing your gut. If you are ready to find the root cause of your sources of inflammation and stop guessing in your health and stop trying things that are not working, then I want to invite you to join my foundations program. The foundations program is my six-month one-to-one program. I'm working with me and doing my four foundational functional lab tests to find out what is exactly going on in your body and get a six-month customized health plan to walk you through every single step you need to take to get rid of those sources of inflammation, rebuild your vitality, 
Open your detox pathways and get yourself on the path to healing your leaky gut. Just go to betterbellytherapies.com slash waitlist to join the waitlist now. And I am on a waitlist because I only accept a certain number of people to work with every single month because I put so much of my mind and focus onto you. It is an amazing experience. And so join the waitlist and wait for me to open up a new slot through my email list. And then you can join the foundations program there. So again, go to betterbellytherapies.com slash waitlist. If you are tired of being stuck on restrictive diets, not feeling better and feeling like nothing is working for you, join the foundations program waitlist today. Hey friend, I hope you love that podcast episode. If you love this, we have even more coming down the line. So subscribe so you never miss a beat. And if you want to have more gut loving goodness, support and community, I want to invite you to join my free Facebook group. Just go to betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook or click the link in the show notes and you can find other like-minded women just like you who are working on their journey to healing. Also, if you have your own question, I just want to re-invite you to submit it via betterbellytherapies.com slash askallison. You can record a question just like Karen did and get my thoughts on your burning question right away. Lastly, if this podcast episode helps you or this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would invite you to leave a rating and review. Leaving a rating and review helps other women just like you to find this podcast and get answers that they are looking for. Plus, it helps me know what you are loving. I love to hear what podcast episodes, topics, or titles have been helpful for you. So go ahead and click the link in the show notes, scroll down to the bottom of our Apple podcast and leave a rating and review so that you can pay it forward. Catch you guys next week.